Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. Oh. So <coughs> wow. <laughs> Excuse me. Did Hello. You get, did you get norded? Did it uh, yeah. over for you? I don't know what happened there. Uh, that was, that was strange. It sounded like you were doing it on purpose. <laughs> uh, that was good. <laughs> well, I heard it come out of my mouth. I was like, what is happening? How are you doing, a, man? Let me take a sip of this cheer wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I While you're doing that, I have a question for you. Um, we... We did trivia at work this past week, and um, me being a coworker that participates in things occasionally, I went. That's not a question. Well, I know, but I'm explaining why I'm asking the question. Oh, okay. And I was kind of baffled by this answer, and right. so was multiple of the other gamers in the crowd. What is another name for Counter-Strike? Um... CS? No. The, the answer was Half-Life. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which blew <laughs> us all away. <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute. That, that doesn't sound real. So technically, the only way we can think they got this is because CS is a Half-Life mod. Right. But I don't think anyone in the world has ever called Counter-Strike Half-Life. Yeah. It was... Uh, that was not a properly structured question. No, no, no. Not at all. Uh, we. It was very, very confusing. There was also a very controversial question. And uh, they asked, what was the, like, uh, the highest grossing video game of all time by the end of 2018? Uh... Is it Tetris? No. It's technically GTA five. Oh right. But that makes sense. But the, the answer they cards. had was World of Warcraft. Well. Which I guess makes sense, but it's the reason why, of course, me and you started to loathe trivias and it's where uh, people that ask the questions don't fully do their research and they ask questions and have the wrong answers. Yeah. <laughs> so that was one thing. And also I told Daniel, I was going to call him out on this podcast. So as you know, Seth, because we're going to talk about it soon. Right. Kingdom Hearts three came out. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <coughs> were you not ready for it? No, <laughs> I didn't know it came out. And so I just figured um, that game would never come out. Our our team at work bought Daniel Kingdom Hearts three, Ugh. and so we all got it for him for his birthday, and so he has the game at home. He's not even gotten past the first world because he keeps playing RuneScape still. Well, I, I will say in his defense, in a year and a and. A year that there is a numbered Kingdom Hearts game, and at any other time in in history, it would be normal to play RuneScape. <laughs> you're, you're right. It's it's been out that long, and he's been playing it that long. He just, I don't know what it is. He he just plays it all the time. That's terrible. I know. That's what I told him. I told him it's it's awful. There's. There's so much stuff that I want him to get to that I've seen, and, you know, he's slacking. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's, let's talk about what we've played this week. Did you play anything besides Kingdom Hearts that you want yes. to Yes. Well, about? okay. So, we say this week. We did not record last Wednesday, so it has been right. two weeks since we got to talk about what we played. Right. Um... And so I have continued playing Assassin's Creed. Um, I'll tell you, David. I I don't know how many hours I put into this game. Way too many, and I have no <laughs> idea where I am at in the story. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure that I I have hit the. No, I'm not sure, but I know that I have hit the original level cap without having any idea of, you know, how much longer the story is supposed to go. 
Um, <laughs> okay. I think the original level cap was 50 and they raised it to 70, which is good because that gives me, um, I don't have to be angry when I play the whole rest of the game. Um, I This is a legitimate thought I had the other day when I was playing. I thought that I wish this game was like Far Cry 5 and it just threw me into story missions. Oh, wow. Yeah, that I actually thought that about the game because it is insanity how much how how much stuff I can do without learning without furthering the plot at all. That is crazy. That's a <laughs> that's a bold stance. That's a that's a mechanic we did not like. Yeah, and I still don't like it in that game. But I was just playing and I was like I just I don't know what where I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know how much time there is left in this story. I just wish the game would force me to play these missions. Um so I didn't have to figure it out myself. Um that's a weird game because it's like the the more I play, the more like my dislike and my like for it increases. Like I I start to dislike things about it more and there uh, there's other stuff that I start to find more enjoyable. I don't know. Um what I can say is I don't know that I'll ever finish the game. Uh especially now that Kingdom Hearts is out. Is there um, is there an end to it? I assume. I mean, that's the thing. I would like to know the end because there's some like it seems like there is potential for there to be interesting lore stuff in there. And I love the the dumb lore of Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I mean, not Kingdom I do love the dumb lore of Kingdom Hearts. I love the dumb lore of Assassin's Creed. Um, but it's just, it's taken for god dang ever. Um, and I don't want to go through that. There's too much to do in the game. The game is too big, and the load times are interminably long. And so every time you fail at something, you just sit in in this load screen for like five minutes. It's artificially extending the length of the game. Um, oh, I don't know. It's it's a game. Um, oh, I also wanted to say about it. Um, the ship combat. It is. It is astounding to me how for a game like. For a game that was preceded by games like Black Flag, which had fantastic ship combat and mechanics, and for a game in which traversing the world in your ship is so important, it is astounding to me how bad and unfun the ship combat is in that game. No, really? Yeah, it's it's not good. Like oh, I, I don't no. think I have once got into an encounter in my ship and enjoyed it. That's... You know what it is. They put all the ship combat people on that pirate game. That could and be they, it. <laughs> and they, and I, I certainly think that something, there is something about the, the kind of the the downgrade of of technology that you're going through. Like there are no cannons and mortars and and flaming barrels. I don't know. There could be flaming barrels. I don't know. I never used the flaming barrels, but I would like the option. The, the the first thing that sticks out is that they they took away um so many different modes of attacking like as like you had in in black flag you had the the three different types of of um cannon fire and you had the mortars which were the best weapon in the whole game that may be my biggest issue is that they there's no there's no um comparable replacement for the the mortar shot um and they there's no of the none of the the chase guns that that shoot the the weak point you can't shoot straight out of the um the ship like you could it's just it's so it's it's so disappointing every time i every time i do it cuz i just want to and and especially when you're going through waters where people will attack you and i'm just like i don't want to do this i just want to get to the next place <laughs> just leave me alone this isn't fun for me to do that's a bummer yeah man it's cool though the <coughs> some there uh, there's like legit like um Greek mythological figures in it um I don't know about figures but creatures which is when cool like fighting all of them like one of them um you go into the the labyrinth of Minos and you fight the the Minotaur which was a very difficult fight and I was very glad when I uh 
I was I was very proud of myself when I finished it. That's um, awesome. Yeah, and so there, like I said, there are there are moments where the game is very fun. Uh, contrasted with all of these moments, I, I would say greatly overshadowed for me at least, not greatly, but definitely overshadowed um, by all these moments which I do not like. Uh, and and all wrapped up in my bewilderment of what the heck is happening in this game. I don't know what to do to to make the story go forward. Yeah. So that's Odyssey. Um, like I said, I I wonder how I'll feel like down the line because I remember when uh, a couple episodes ago, I think actually it might have been the the year rounder from last year. How I said. That and in hindsight, I I thought of um, origins a lot more favorably. Um, I don't know that this one will do that though. But I don't know if I ever finish the game, maybe I will come around and, and like it. But it's I have played just based on the the I guess the the hour estimates I've seen of Kingdom Hearts. I've probably played two full playthroughs of Kingdom Hearts and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I don't know what's... I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's kind of sad. Yep. All right. I'm no closer to having any understanding of who the main bad guy of the game is than I was when I first started. <sighs> yeah, it's dumb. It's straight up stupid. Ubisoft, well, make games smaller. This game is absurdly large, and that's cool. Like, it's cool that it is so massive. But also, I don't want to play that game. I don't want to play that game. Yeah, I mean, at least when it's that big. Like, that's too much. Like, I, I remember complaining about um, Origins, how the map was huge, and there were these, you know, there was these large sections that were nothing in it. Um, this game has to be, like, four times the size of that one. And, and everyth- everywhere there's stuff to do. And it's just too much. There's too much happening. There's too much to do. It's too large. The you know, scope is impressive objectively, but in when you're actually playing it, it is it it becomes kind of like uh oppressing the way all the stuff um prevents you. It doesn't prevent you, but the game it like encourage you to do you to do all the stuff and all of that stuff kind of gets in your way of actually playing the game so let me say this hearing you talk about it makes me feel like i got my 30 dollars worth <laughs> just because you got to play it and i got to hear you talk about it because it it makes me feel like i never want to play this game like yeah, uh, i mean so you're the only person that's really pointed out how dense it is all the all the reviewers and stuff that I've heard talk about it have said how gorgeous it is, how the storyline is neat, how the side quests are fun. Like they they just have not talked about the density. And yeah. you've mentioned a lot about the the game crashing and taking forever to load. Oh yeah, the and game. I still don't get that how much it crashes. So I mean, it's maybe maybe there should be a disclaimer to this game that it's great if you have a million hours to sink into it as a gaming journalist. But yeah, I mean, I would I wouldn't say that the people who reviewed it are wrong. They're like parts of the game are like individual parts are really good. Like yeah, the the world is very it's incredible and 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 fleshed out and just the graphics are gorgeous to look at and and um at least uh Cassandra, I don't know about Alexius. Cassandra's is is a compelling character and it's a really good performance and and there are and the side quests like individually are usually pretty fun to do but this like in context of the actual game it's just it's it doesn't i don't it it doesn't coalesce into something that is fun overall to me right even even as much fun as some of the individual things are like when when taking everything into account it's just it's 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 not difficult to play because it it has this way of like that making you continue to sink hours into it but it's it's 
a lot of, it's weird how much of that how many much of those hours are not enjoyable for me anyway so yeah all right that's uh odyssey that's where i'm at with it like i said maybe in two weeks when we're past kingdom hearts then i will i i may have began playing it again because i can imagine i could pick it up and have as much knowledge of what's going on as i do now right and that that's the thing about the like the the new game curse is that you it's hard to to pick up a new game after you've lost momentum um it's hard to pick up a game again after you've lost momentum playing it but i have like no momentum in this game i'm just doing things <laughs> yeah that's uh, maybe they'll make it easier to pick up yeah that's what i'm saying i'm there's there there's no nothing gained nothing lost <laughs> yeah it's kind of like fortnite like for me i just when I boot it up, I'm, you know, just uh, doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I've put however many hours and, and done seemingly done nothing. So I can't imagine that if I pick it up again, I will have any difficulty continuing to do nothing. So maybe maybe that's why they did it like that. Yeah. <laughs> they just want, it's a time sink. Yeah. It um, makes it so you can never get emotionally invested in the game. So you can just play it whenever. Yeah. Um, but no. So I did play something else besides Kingdom Hearts. Um, so last week when we recorded our lore episode for Kingdom Hearts, we I was desperately setting up my gaming PC before we recorded. Yeah. And so that's set up now, and I played about three nights in a row of these, like we had about two and a half hour long sessions of Terraria. Oh yeah. And that, that's I, also a game that you can just play. And then you're like, wait a minute, it's three hours later. Yeah. It was really fun. And we have a server going with, uh, me and a couple of friends, um, my friends, Steven and Cameron, who were very, very nice and gifted me games on steam as a gift as a welcome gift for buying the stuff to get a gaming pc nice so thank you to them next uh, time but, next time you you play that you'll have to i'll have to get on yeah oh you have it yeah i've had it forever oh, we're not we're not too far in and they they're kind of sticklers to not bring in any characters outside of the ones you make for that server because they don't so here's the thing i have uh, there is apparently like a story and bosses in Terraria. I've never seen them. Oh yeah, that's what we're building up to. So yeah. Good. So I I um last summer I had a roommate who was big into Terraria, um and like I remember watching him play and I was and I just I was astounded at these things that are in the game that I had no knowledge of and no real <laughs> idea of how to even access them. Yeah. So we're we're slowly building to that. So we we're still in the beginning. So next time. We can. Uh, I'll invite you. But nice. We we had we we had a good time. Terraria is kind of an old game, so I don't want to go too far into it because um, yeah. everyone's really talked about it. But for someone new, it's very neat. And for someone that knows that it's coming to Switch, it kind of seems like it would be hard to play on the Switch because of how much stuff you have to do and keep track of. Yeah, so, I I bought Terraria in two thousand eleven. Uh, Dang, <laughs> uh, I've I've put thirty two hours into it. Thirty two yeah. hours, and I have no idea what's how to how to play that game. But this it's just like fun to play. Every yeah, time I I load that up, pretty much all I do is I'll start a new map and just start digging down. Yeah, um, it's it's basically two D Minecraft if you don't know what it is, and it's a lot better because it's two D and you can mine and stuff like that, and it's a good craft. You can mine. You can craft. Yeah. Huh. So, do we do we want to talk about the game? So I I've actually I just realized I have played one other game. Um, oh okay. So I forgot when I got it. Um, but uh, Moonlighter. It's this indie game. Have you heard of it? No. You've probably seen stuff about it because Nintendo was they were hyping it up pretty big. Um, for you know for like an indie game. Um, but it's. It's you. You play this guy who runs this shop, um, 
and so the the hook of the game is at night you'll go into these dungeons and and fight enemies to collect stuff that in the day you sell in your shop for money to try and buy upgrades so you can access the you know get better gear access the more difficult dungeons um and there's there's some kind of story going on it's it's cool the dungeons are they're they're kind of like top down zelda looking stuff but not really any of the the puzzle gameplay but it's pretty fun um and the the dungeons are randomly generated each time you go in uh yeah i don't don't have a lot to say about it um but it's it's a it's a fun little game all right i i just googled this and i i definitely remember seeing the art at some point um but if you say it's good i trust you i might have to check it out um so I know we're going to want to do a full spoiler cast and episode for Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, which eventually. We can, which we can do. I mean, I'm assuming me and you will have this game beat by next week. Yeah. I'm, that's, <laughs> I'm, that's I'm powering through as fast as I can. You are almost double past me. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're making good progress. We're not going to get too far into spoilers here. Just some impressions on the first yeah. couple of worlds which have all been covered in trailers so yeah. so we're we're, ta- we're talking like hercules everyone knows hercules the first world uh we got some toy story action um, and some tangled yeah um we can i think we can talk about uh twilight town yeah i mean every people know about twilight town if you played the other ones uh yeah and it's not like Gameplay wise, it's not a whole lot going on in those, uh, and from what we played, um, right? I will say, uh, so just this note about Twilight Time before we go, and this is kind of about the whole game. Um, first of all, the the scope of the levels is impressive, like the sheer the, the size of the areas and the verticality. Um, but I feel there is one um, drawback to these is that some of the levels the stages don't re- they don't feel like as intimate as they did um like twilight town is the easiest way to 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 compare the two because in in this one it's this one big seamless place um but it's also only like two of the areas and because every, it's this is this huge open place um there aren't you know the tiny back alleys and stuff that you go through um, and I guess I understand that's because Twilight Town has been well-tread in other games, and I guess they didn't see a reason to um, remake all that stuff. But it is weird the, the way that the the grandeur of the levels kind of... It, it feels different um, than playing other Kingdom Hearts games. Yeah, I was, I was going to say the verticality really throws me off sometimes. And it definitely, the game does add like a level of, I hate to say Metroidvania because I don't think that that's it, (laughs) but it definitely gives you a feeling multiple times like I am not finding everything because of how big this is. Yeah, and and definitely, I mean, this is, that's, I've always, one of the things I've always liked about the Kingdom Hearts games is that they do a really good job of as you go, you really do feel like you're a stronger character. Like you feel like Sora gets stronger because you get these extra combos and that makes your attacks last longer and they're more and they're flashier. And you get these um, movement abilities that allow you to uh, jump higher and reach different areas that you would. And so I guess it is. It does have a sort of Metroid inspired inspiration from that. Um, but yeah, so that's something the the vertical stuff is it can be challenging at the beginning because your character is not equipped for it. Um but the further like um the at the point where I'm at like you can you can jump for days basically. Um So yeah, I I do I do see that. Um so I want to I I wonder if you notice this. Um the the very first world it it had to have been the first place they worked on because there is a for me in my opinion there is a distinct like graphical quality difference between that world and the rest of the game like it 
it does not look as good. Um, Hercules? Yeah, the Hercules level. It it does not look as good as the rest of the game. No, it is not as detailed. It is But even like the characters don't look as good. It's it's weird. Um it's like they so the the big thing is is Sora gets after after that level is when he gets his new clothes for the thing. Um and they must they must have just been using like an old model of him because Sora in the in the Kingdom Hearts 2 clothes in this game, he he looks terrible. Um yeah, it's just blurry kind of. It's weird. I don't know that I I don't remember thinking it was blurry, but it's just it it's bad looking. Um and but when he he gets the new the new suit it, and it has the brand new character model, I mean, it's clear they put more time into that or uh they made it when they had a I don't know. It it just looks so much the, the game takes a, a a graphical leap in which is weird in the in the same I don't know and I've ever experienced something like this in the same game where it looks, it doesn't look good, and then the rest of the game does. It's bizarre. Yeah. It was it was strange. I kind of picked up on some of that, maybe not too much. There, there definitely was that feeling of there was an issue in Hercules' world that I haven't is, caught yet anywhere else where it would say I was hitting enemies, but it just did not feel like I was hitting them. Huh. Like, um, especially in the, the, the final boss for Hercules. Yeah. The 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 wind titan or whatever. Yeah, that one, I, I recall feeling something. I think that might have just been that boss. It was weird. Uh, but yeah, I think it's, I think, like, mechanically, graphically, the game, it's weird the way that, it immediately improves once you get out of the first stage and get into Kingdom Hearts 3 proper. So let's let's talk about um, some things we like and some things we don't like so we really get some good impressions yeah. on this. Um, so one thing that I really, really like is in this Kingdom Hearts... You can use multiple keyblades, and you can level up your keyblades yeah. so they get more power as you level up. Yeah, I remember. So I remember listening to a, a podcast. People they were talking about that um, that you have this ability to, to use the keyblades, and they didn't know if if the new ones you get are gonna have like better stats because that's how it was in the, in the previous game. You just got a new keyblade, had better stats. You you threw it on there. Um, but since all the all the keyblades have these unique forms in this one, it's kind of like, well, what are you supposed to do? But yeah, you can you can upgrade the keyblade, so you could you could theoretically use the very first key, the kingdom key the whole game, uh, just keep upgrading it, and it won't be and it will still be competitive, which is really yeah, cool. And, and in fact, it stayed in my rotation. Yeah. So, uh, I um, mean, yeah, the, the form it has is is it's really fun. It uh, it gives you the the moves from Kingdom Hearts two. Which is yeah, it's it's an, it's it's enjoyable. Uh, I'm not using it currently, um, but that's that was cool. Like when I saw that, I was like, oh, dope! I I can I can really uh, it, it allows you to really personalize your play style. For sure. Um, what's <laughs> have, is there anything you don't like yet, Seth? Because I have one thing. Yes. I, now I I don't know if this is the game. But there, on my controller, this might just be my PS4 controller, but there's like this weird dead zone at the top left and top right of my joystick, my uh, my left joystick. Um, and so whenever I, when, when I put, if I'm in a run, if, if I have Sora running and I move the joystick like a little to the left or right into that dead zone, he just dead stops uh, and, and just starts walking. And I'm like, it's so annoying. So there will be times weird. when I'm running, and he'll just be like stutter running, and I don't understand what the what the issue is. <laughs> you you probably need to get a new controller. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's probably it. That I have not had that. Yeah, I I can't imagine it's a thing. I I know it has to just be my controller, but that has that has been my least favorite part of the game so far. <laughs> um, <laughs> my least favorite part is the gummy ship. Really, I thought you would enjoy it. I maybe I'll enjoy it once I actually 
Um, so of course, cause like I said, I'm, I'm in the first third of the game. I'm almost out of it, but I, the ship just isn't powerful enough. And I always keep getting bosses that randomly appear to me yeah. that are way too strong. And I didn't even know until about two hours ago, which by the way, that I'm, I'm about nine hours, I'm, I'm about 10. So eight hours into the game, I didn't know that I could push the start button and leave the fight. <laughs> so there was multiple like I spent oh yeah 45 minutes the other night dodging bullets and trying to like knock down this enemy that was way too strong for me yeah because I didn't know I could see why that would yeah that would make it not fun um, so it's it's probably my fault I need to go and do the stuff to get better gummies because I know I did like the gummy ship stuff in one yeah and two. so I I I like the the gummy stuff. Um, the it's they made a weird choice. Um, it's very hard for anyone who likes fly, doing three D flyers with inverted sticks, um, which I had been doing. I've had to force myself to adjust to not using them because when it, there are these ship battles that you can get into where um, it then becomes not inverted, uh, and it's very hard to figure out. Um, uh, but yeah, so that that's my my only real gripe is the the controls and and it's also not really like you don't really have any true you don't have true three D movement in it. Um, you can't just like point your ship upward and have it go the, or, orient that way. That's kind of annoying. Um, but I I I found it the the ship flying the flying and the and the battles to be quite enjoyable. Um, and you can just like you can just fly through and and shoot rocks and stuff and it will. Um, it will upgrade your ship. Uh, I mean, it will level up your ship. So it's not it's not super hard to um, to make your ship stronger. So you might just need to do that. Yeah. Um, the the only other thing I can think that I'm not a huge fan of is I, and maybe I maybe I can do it, and I just don't know this, and you're going to tell me I'm stupid. Um, when I start to activate, so in the combat. There's the attraction system, mm-hmm. and the there's like multiple combo attacks you can do with people, yeah. and you'll stack them. <laughs> and there are times when I don't want to do one of them; I just want to do the other one up the list. Yeah. Then you I, just uh, you hit L two, and it cycles through them. <laughs> yep. See there. There's the moment. <laughs> the, you're you're changing the whole game for me now. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, I think I figured. I figured that out when we played the demo at Disney Springs because really? I was like, I was like, what? I, I don't want to do. Th- let me do the other one. And I, I was just like pressing random buttons and, and sort of figured it out. I don't know that if they tell you in in any of the tutorials, um, but yeah, I like I, so I can remember playing it, playing the demo, and be like, this is annoying. I don't want to. I want to do something different. And I, if I, I can't imagine if you had to if you went through the whole game not knowing that. Uh, that would be bad. That reminds <laughs> yeah. me of I a, a few weeks ago. There, I, there was this this video that that made the rounds on Twitter of this girl who was doing this, um, this let this playthrough of uh, Breath of the Wild, and she was like ninety hours in, and stumbled onto one of the the tutorial shrines that told you how to deflect attacks. Oh yeah, and she was like, ah, <laughs> uh, it would have been nice to have known this the past ninety hours. <laughs> yeah. I I remember that. Uh, so not the... not learning that skill. Uh, I'm glad you you brought it up because I would have hated for you to have played any longer not knowing how to do that. I was I was having to like activate the attraction yeah, ones and, and then end them. them real fast. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It's been a nightmare. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, that's great that I know that now. I do want to say from someone's perspective that hasn't played the 3ds game if you if you are listening to this and you have not played kingdom hearts dream drop distance do the tutorials for the combat please (laughs) yeah because daniel was telling me the other day he goes man i i'm really glad i did the tutorial he goes because the combat feels so cool and Mm -hmm. i he and i was just in my head it clicked i'm like oh god if you haven't played the 3ds game this combat is going to be 
so weird and foreign to you, yeah. and it might actually suck because you won't know you're doing cool stuff. Yeah, or I, how and it do also it. it also um borrows heavily from Birth by Sleep, uh, and some of the stuff that it does, uh, and so that so all that stuff t- has taken me a little bit to adjust to. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's the combat in the game is so fun. I I love doing everything that is available for me to do. I haven't, uh, the only time I've skipped past enemies is because I backtracked on accident yeah. in the Tangled World. And that's because in this one area of the forest, I kept getting turned around while fighting enemies, <laughs> and I went backwards instead of the way I was supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's so great. Um, and And it's like that from the beginning, too, because you basically immediately have access to all of the form changes. Um... And so you have at the beginning of the game a a much uh, a much more refined um, skill set than you do like at the beginning of say uh, Kingdom Hearts two or something, um, right? Because it's it's tough. Uh, I remember going. I remember I talked about this last year going from Kingdom Hearts two, and then I immediately went into. I tried to play Birth by Sleep, and then eventually played Kingdom Hearts three D on on ps4 it's it's difficult going from a fully upgraded character with all of these moves to totally downgraded um yeah but there it doesn't really feel like that even at the beginning of this game because you have so much stuff that you can do uh and it just the more you play it gets it just becomes even more fun um like i'm at the point where i i agonize over which keyblades to keep because i just like all of the all of the different the different forms so much uh yeah i wish i could say the same i'm real i was really glad to get rid of the hercules one you don't like that one i don't i i I don't like the what i I really enjoy the the counter shield and and throwing it around like captain america and when you counter somebody it shoots this giant fist out of it so that's the part i don't like about it the rest of it i like and the fact that it ends in a a an attraction basically yeah that one's kind of annoying um um but you don't have to you don't have to do the finishers yeah yeah i don't so, know i i've I, I don't think i have found something in in combat that i have have disliked so far uh which is good i i don't want i don't want to dislike anything in this game uh no, i mean no, i have and... disliked some things uh so at the beginning this is again at the be early on in the game it, it, it does improve the the dialogue is so awkward and stilted like it was in previous games. Um, it's it's hard to describe the way that it is, but they're like... It, it's like... At, the be- it, it, at times, it does not feel like characters are talking to each other, but that instead they are just saying lines one after another. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and there, there is still this weird thing where, like, it, it, it all, like it's exacerbated because the soundtrack just kind of drops out. Um, and, and yeah, so some of the, the cut scenes are, are weird, but I, I think that also improves that. Ha- I feel like that has improved as I've gone, uh, further into the game. Um, I, I, I want to know how much of this game is cut scene. There is so much, so many cut scenes. I kind of like it. Yeah. I mean, so, I do. But, I like being able to watch it, but, but that's so much. I did go back, um, I I mean I, I feel bad because we're taking up this whole episode with this, but the the theater mode you can watch basically the whole game, yeah, in the theater. Yep. The and so it's going to be nice because I know Marianne is she gets kind of tired of watching me do combat and stuff because I do make yeah. sure to kill everything to go back and just watch all the cutscenes with her, and it'll be really nice. Yeah. So. It kind of makes me wish that it had it for the other other games also. Right. So the one the one thing I I, I think I've been most surprised uh, and and happy about is that the this game is unlike any of the other ones in that the story, like the actual story, the insane organization stuff, is it actually is happening in the Disney worlds. Um, yes. Like you, you, it's a typical thing of going through the, the Disney stories. Uh, but 
the way they are tying in like the themes of the Disney stories into what the 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 organization is doing uh and I I was I've been pleasantly surprised at the way that stuff has fit in. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see um where it goes from here with that. I like I said I'm I'm only entangled which um really has hit me in the feels cuz I <coughs> Me and you love that. Oh movie. man, I love that and, the Tangled. It was so fun. It was yeah. so good. But we will definitely do a review episode um, next week, um, where we will talk probably an hour and a half about the game. Yeah. And the people that want to hear us do that can listen to that episode. Yep. And I was just say, spoiler alert: uh, we're gonna say that we both liked it. Yeah. Um, also. Make sure you watch all the cutscenes in yeah. the beginning, even Although, the one for the main menu. I will say, holy crap! Yeah, oh yeah, the opening the opening cutscenes are so good. I will say, I think there is a real danger that we are going to be upset with the ending. Like I don't know, I I can honestly say I don't know where it's going at this point with how far I am in the game. Uh, it does not seem like they are going to be able to tie up some of these threads. And they seem to be introducing other ones even as far into the game as I am. Um, <laughs> oh no! So I'm very—that's one thing the I'm very. Kingdom Hearts. I'm very worried that the ending of the game is not going to be what we want it to be. And I, I don't think the the secret uh, the secret ending is probably is is I think it comes out it's going to be on an update tomorrow. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to see that by the time we are done. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. that's the only thing I will say. Maybe if we if we have bad things to say about it, it might be because of that. Yeah. All right. That's <laughs> I'm excited. I'm real. I'm so every th- every time I play this game, I'm excited. To also, this game is so funny. It routinely makes me crack up. Yeah. The the weird aggression that like Donald and Goofy. Will, there's so much more banter during combat. Yeah. That it's great. And basically and everyone you meet puts down Sora, and it's hilarious. That part kind of bugs I, me. I don't, but... th- I, don't th- I don't dislike it because Sora, like, he... I think he knows it's all coming from a place of love for, for most of these people. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. So, Kingdom Hearts 3. That's where we're at. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some other... Some news. Yeah. We got some stuff so, to to cover. We've been gone for for a bit. Yeah, um, the death of the Wii store was today. Yeah. So rip some of the best menu music uh, ever in existence. Maybe the best menu. Also, yeah. Uh, rip all of those games that will no longer be available to anyone to purchase ever. And if you don't have those games that you did purchase, you can't get them. You can't get it back. Uh, so that's kind of a terrible thing that nintendo did yeah it's strange that's uh, i mean i i don't know i don't have a dog in that fight because i didn't participate in the wii store um and i know that they've learned their lesson since then and like stuff is movable but that is a a real bummer yep it's not a good thing that's for sure so sorry to all you wii owners that are now going to be upset yeah Yep, um, it's 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 not great, and I imagine if anyone buys a like anyone who goes and buys a pre-owned Wii, if you buy a game, hat will will you not be able to get updates for it? Oh no, you won't be able to. And so that's that's dumb. Like if a, there are in all likelihood some games that uh, you will not be able to uh, play their final retail version of them that had oh, yeah, that had updates right. jeez that's true yeah it's not great um let's see the anthem public demo is this weekend mm-hmm. and me and you plan on playing it at some point yes i i, I don't i I'm, go ahead. I'm very excited for it because some of the people that i follow have said that it is like the act, like the gunplay and is as fun as it is in Destiny. 
Um, Ooh, really? Yeah. So, okay. I mean, we'll see. We'll see for ourselves this weekend. But uh, um, if if that is the case, like I still have uh, my uh, worries about the game and about where they are in the development process. Um, I mean, they just announced they're adding a public space to it. So <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but if like with the original Destiny, if the game feels good to play, I can I can get it. I can I can forgive it and wait for them to figure the rest out. Yeah, I mean me too. I I'm excited for it. I I want it to be good. I'm excited for this beta even yeah. though the uh initial beta ended up getting some flack cuz yeah. it didn't work that well. Yeah, I mean that was, that's server issues. That's that's what betas are for. Exactly. Uh, to figure this stuff out. Uh, Especially much, in these big online games. Right, it's much better that they did this now and things we're terrible now, so when the game comes out, they will presumably work fine. Yeah, I mean, I still, I'm still a hundred percent certain that this game is co- going to be coming out too early. There's no way it's going to be, it's going to launch fully baked. But I'm more optimistic now that it will be something I will enjoy. But we'll see. We'll have impressions on that next week. All right. Did you, uh, did you have any other news? Because I only have two more. <laughs> Um, things yeah did you see that the assassin's creed 3 uh liberation bundle is apparently a thing assassin's creed 3 and liberation remaster bundle and it's apparently coming to switch along with other consoles yeah man that's awesome yeah also, I don't know if I'm gonna put myself through that again. Right. I don't. I don't know. Like as much as I have, I I ragged on Odyssey. I don't know that I could go back to. Like I for a long time wanted to go and get the Ezio collection and replay them, but I just I don't know that I could play a game uh, that far back now after have having played newer ones. I feel like I. I get the, I get in these moods where I want to replay three. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get but, it. Uh, it's 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 basically every time I listen to Hamilton, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I want to go play Assassin's Creed three. Yeah, man, <laughs> have not done it yet. I probably won't. Uh, it's it's kind of not surprising that this is coming out because this is like the one Assassin's Creed game that ever came out on Nintendo consoles. <laughs> so yeah. I, funny thing about remasters, I was talking to um, Andrea, who used to be on the podcast this past week, and she was talking about how scary Resident Evil was and how, I think like someone said, you you need to play it. I think it might have been Chris. Mm -hmm. And in my head, I'm just like, I cannot replay this game. And (laughs) like, because I, I have such vivid memories of playing it on PlayStation 1 um playing that and Resident Evil 3 <laughs> that I don't know it's not a game that so, it, so, as excited yeah. as I was about Onimusha mm-hmm. I still haven't gotten the remaster yeah so you're the opposite of me and with Assassin's Creed I don't want to replay it because it's so old and there have been improvements to the Assassin's Creed uh, game you don't want to play Resident Evil 2 because uh, you prefer the old version and don't want to, uh, uh, th- you don't want to to ruin that memory of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I know that they've added like new gameplay stuff to make it better, but I kind of uh, enjoyed how hard it was. Yeah, and annoying it was. Um, but you know, I I mean, more power to her. She she streams at Spooky Lunchbox. If you want to go check that out, you can. Um. I played Jackbox with them the other night, so that was fun. But, yeah, I just... That and horror games are not my bag anymore. Like, as a kid, Resident Evil... I played those games during the summer in Alaska, Mm -hmm. which, if you don't know, in Alaska during the summer, it's daylight all the time. Yeah. So... Nothing to be afraid of. Much less scary when it's daylight all the time. So, yeah. I mean remasters yeah, are weird i mean weird. i kind of want to play it but also i don't yeah it's a spooky game spooky spooky especially when there's enemies you can't kill that can surprise you 
Yeah, like Mr. X. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's freaking out on Twitter about Mr. X. Yeah. Um So, let's go to the the two big things that happened last week. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, it's within the last week or two. Um since our Nintendo last released, proper episode. Yeah, Nintendo uh released this very like a 5-minute YouTube video that was like it said I think the title was like Metroid Prime 4 update or something. Yes. And it ended up being just this very transparent, very morose apology and them explaining that Metroid Prime 4 was not reaching the levels of quality they expected and that they are just um starting from the beginning with rare with Retro Studios. Yeah. Which um. So we still don't officially Ooh. know who was working on the old one, but apparently it was so bad that they are just starting from scratch with a brand new team. Yeah, kind of crazy. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the a lot of the Nintendo EAD people that were on it are still going to be working on it, uh, like the Nintendo Japan people. But yeah, this is uh, not something you see every day from a gigantic game company. Exactly. Um, you, yeah, it's it's crazy. It it makes me wonder the quality control that it was going through, and if they thought if they saw this coming. I don't know. Or, I mean, like, there there's... there have been some some insiders who who have elaborated a bit. Apparently, Nintendo was um, trying a new development style with this game, where they had multiple teams. Uh, and multiple places around the world working on it. Kind of like Ubisoft does with their Assassin's Creed games, which uh, we all know how those turn out. Um, But uh, yeah, I guess it was not working out uh, the way Nintendo had hoped. Um, And so I guess Retro, uh, they made a pitch for it, and Nintendo's like, all right, you guys can do this. Um, It is... it's, It's weird, but it's actually... I read this article on Destructoid. It's apparent. It's actually not super uncommon for like specifically Metroid games. There have been since the Game Boy. There have been uh, many uh, iterations of of Metroid games that have been shown off and then uh, canned or completely reworked um, into different things when they release. Uh, like the the game that eventually became Metroid Fusion started started out as it was shown off at E3 as a Game Boy Color game, um, and that and and what the final product of that looked nothing like it. Uh, and there's there's tons of stuff like stuff like that. Um, so it's weird how this specific game, like the history, even though it's a weird thing, the history with this franchise is that oh uh, yeah that that make that that makes sense. That is strange. I didn't know that. But yeah, it also makes me wonder what's going to happen to whatever game Retro was working on, which was the rumored Star Fox racing game yeah. or whatever. Um, I, I'm, I mean, I have to imagine they would they would have to be done with it, because if if they had something, I mean, so they had five years since their last game. Uh, apparently, some we've read we've heard some reports that the the years have been. The stuff that they've worked on has not gone super well, um, but we did hear about that Star Fox game, and it seemed like it was the pretty much near nearing completion. So if that was the case, I think it's probably done. Um, but if if they had something else that they were working through, then I can't imagine they're doing it now. Right. But I would like to think that they have finished their previous title and that it will be releasing sometime soon. Yeah. So it's really neat. Um, I think because Nintendo did what EA didn't, and Nintendo <laughs> just was very transparent about. Ni- are, um, wait, are you saying Ninten- Nintendo? D- wait, how do, how do they do that? Uh, no. Nintendo did? Yeah, Nintendo did what EA <laughs> Nintendo don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Is that what you're trying That's to gonna say? That's going to be the title of the episode now. Um, <laughs> but um, so, <laughs> yeah, basically because they were open and transparent and apologized and were honest about what happened, uh, you know, um, the there's been like no outrage on the yeah, Internet. I haven't seen one person being negative. Pretty much 100 percent positive reaction to uh, this game is not is based. We basically cancel this game and <laughs> it won't be out until for like three or four more years. Yeah, we, we had to start from scratch. Sorry. And everyone was and like, cool. Cool. All right. Um, And it's weird, but I honestly <laughs> felt the same way when I read it. I was like, all right, give me a good yeah, game. I was watching the YouTube video and I was just like, oh, that's kind of sad for them. And that, like, it, there was no anger at all. Yeah. It was just, oh, that sucks that it didn't work. And then when they said, like, well, Retro's making it, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Go, go for it. Like, go do it. I'll wait. <laughs> can't, uh, I'll be here when be it's mad. done. Yeah. I mean, I've got tons of stuff to play. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so yeah, and um well Nintendo didn't have a direct this this month like some people theorized. Yeah, and that's I am honestly shocked that we got through the month without a Nintendo direct. Uh so I don't know, we'll see what happens, but they did they did release something. Yeah, we got a indie highlights similar to the one was it was it during E3 or it was later um during Gamescom I don't know it was a European know. indie highlight we get one of one of these like every couple months or so yeah they they kind of come out of nowhere so, uh and they have a bunch of games which look cool all mostly mostly cool and then you usually end up buying none of them i think i think um I, first of all, I will I will one hundred percent be buying one of the games that was in this today. Uh, I think in the last game, the last indie direct was Moonlighter was in. Yeah, 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 it was. Okay, I remember that now. Yep. Moonlighter and what was the big one in the last one? Oh, Untitled Goose Game was announced in that one. Yeah, I don't remember, but let's talk about this one. Yeah. So, um, in this one, they start off with Wargroove, which um, is a Advanced Wars-esque fantasy game. Yep. It looks fantastic. So you, the, you know your boy David is buying that day one, yeah. February 1st. Reviews have been coming out, and they've all been like saying it's an excellent game. So, I'm super down for it. Yep. Although... Uh, it's got multiplayer like Advanced Wars. I mean... Go ahead. I do not know when I will what i will actually play the game i can't <laughs> yeah i can't imagine myself not playing kingdom hearts to play wargroove no offense to wargroove yeah but until i'm done with it i'm probably not going to touch anything else yeah same here so there is one thing i might touch uh <laughs> but continue so they they also announced that goat simulator and all its dlc is coming to the switch yep they announced Unruly Heroes is coming to the Switch. Yeah. Which is a uh a a platformer. Pl- platformer in the style of Rayman. Yeah. Made it, by some ex Rayman devs. Visually very appealing. Yes. And I think it's like Norse gods or Viking no, it's, gods. It's, I can't the, remember. it's the Monkey King. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Jeez, I'm an idiot. Yeah. It's it's the Monkey King. Uh Journey to the West style. And it's so classic. that'll be cool. Yep. Yeah. So literally a classic. Yeah. Um we also got this weird uh music shooter game coming out called Double Kick Heroes, yep. which is I think that's an out now title. Yeah. So, it, so that it's was, out, that it's, it's out right now. Game. Yeah, I think so. I think that was one of them. It looked weird. But not yeah. in a bad way. It, yeah, it just looked like something I wouldn't play. You play like um, air drums to shoot the bad guys behind you. Yeah. And it's all to metal music that isn't like it's it's metal music that's made by the developers and stuff. Honestly, I bet it's really fun to play. Yeah, but it's just not my it's thing. It's not something that I would probably buy. Yeah. Um, And then we've got a game coming out from Humble Bundle called Forager. 
which is a forager is forager. Yeah, it's a. It looks like Stardew Valley, but it but, uh, but is like missing less detailed. Yeah, less detailed Stardew Valley, and with combat, and it has way more combat than Stardew Valley does. And um, I know that this game was made during one of those like game jam hack of yeah game jams type of thing and then they've expanded upon it so that makes sense uh considering how the the way it 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 does look like a game that could that spawned as a kind of off-the-cuff idea that they built in an hour yeah again not in a bad way but just it has that kind of uh frenetic uh looking type of gameplay that you, you would expect out of a game jam game to be fair, it also looks like it borrows resources from Stardew Valley. I, so I don't think it, it looked all that similar. Uh, it's just I'm, the I'm, actions of what was happening were very reminiscent. I remember you were you were upset about it too. You were like, "Why? Why does this game exist? Just, just get Stardew Valley." <laughs> yeah, uh, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> um, and then we get. So I've been one of the reasons I freaking bought a gaming PC is because all of the people I respect the opinions of in the gaming industry, like Jason Schreier and Kirk Hamilton and all these people on Twitter are like, CrossCode is one of the best games of last year, and I can't believe I didn't buy it until a couple weeks ago. Yeah, And they're talking about how the developer hinted that it'll probably never come to switch because the way it was developed, it was developed in HTML five, which is really difficult to move over whatever to be put on the switch. I don't know how game development works, but apparently it's <laughs> difficult. <laughs> uh, who and have thought? So they literally say in the blog post, like when hedgehogs fly, which is a type of enemy in the game, um, then cross code will be on the switch. And so they start showing this frantic gameplay, and then the these NPCs, these players walking up, and then the hedgehogs start spinning because they do like Sonic. They they spin, and then they start flying. There you go. And so then I was like, "Holy crap, that's hedgehogs flying!" <laughs> I'm like, "Crosscode is coming to the Switch," and so now I'm just not going to get it on the PC. Yeah. I'm gonna get it on the Switch when it comes out. Yeah, I had I had zero knowledge of of what this game was or the controversy w- with the Switch thing. I guess not a controversy, but uh, what they had said. Uh, but it looks right at my alley, and I will get it. Yeah, it's it's uh, if, in case you don't know, it's like a dot hack type game. Yeah, where you are, which if you don't know what that is, which some people might not, of course, it was an anime. <laughs> it's an anime that had some pretty cool PS2 games. Um, that were very good, but you play as a character in an MMO, but it's a character that's aware of the outside world, essentially. Right. You're playing a character who is playing an MMO. Right. That's, that's the best way to put it. I don't know what person that is, a story, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's going to be very cool. I I'm excited to play it and you should be too. Yep. Um and if you don't have a Switch, get one. I'm sure it's going to come out on other consoles or p- buy it on PC. Yeah, so. do that. Um did you have anything else? Seth? Uh you also forgot a uh, Steam World Quest. Oh, Hand that's on my list. I yeah. That was the last one or the one before the last? I don't remember. I remember. Yeah, it looks cool. The other Steam World games have been good. I mean, I've only played one, but the other one's reviewed really well. Uh, and yeah. this one looks cool. Yeah, I'm excited about it. The developers said that the Yeah, they compared RPG... it to, to Mega Man Battle Network. Yeah, which, which I yeah, love. Yeah, those are always... I love those. Those are good uh, good things to do to make Capcom, me want to me play a game. Them. Give me one of them again. Except for when it was Mega Man Star Force. Then I had no interest. (laughs) Uh, I still had interest, but I never bought it. One other thing we should talk about is um, Super Smash Bros. got its 2.0 update uh, last night or today. uh, And it had a bunch of... uh, Well, first and foremost, it had Piranha Plant, the brand new character that you can get for free if you buy the game before... uh, 
this podcast comes out. Um, if if you <laughs> do it after, it's probably too late, and you'll have to pay for it. Um, yeah, uh, I haven't played it. I I really I really meant to uh, get out my Switch and play a little bit of it uh, just to feel it, but I was like I said, I was not getting away from Kingdom Hearts. Um, yeah, me either. Also surprising was that they they released patch notes of all the things they changed of all the characters, which they had never done before in the Smash Bros. games. Yeah, that was weird. That's welcome. Yep. I mean, I'm 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 in for it, but it was weird because they never, never, never do yeah. that. So, but come back to, in two two months from now, give or take, uh, we'll be talking about this again. I'll be a lot more excited because that will be when Joker comes out. Yeah, for sure. That'll be awesome. And hopefully we'll have an announcement for Persona 5 on Switch by then. Oh. If that happens, <laughs> I might never be able to record this again because I will be dead. Yeah. From excitement. Um, or because... So, never mind. Yeah. I was just going to say, or because uh, someone triggered, triggered a mental shutdown and my my brain exploded. Yeah. But you have to That's play fair. Persona 5 to understand that reference. Yeah. Um, Go play it. And so with that, we thank you for listening as always. Uh, We hope you enjoy and look forward to our review episode, which will be separate from the normal episode. We're not going to do that to you again (laughs) um, and make you listen to us (laughs) talk about Kingdom Hearts for another 40 minutes. But we appreciate uh, your patronage and we hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>